Hey, hey, good night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you uh, to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night. Uh, whether it's uh, it was thinking, feeling, sensing, tossing, or turning, partner tossing and turning, that's the worst uh, from what I hear. Report Reports in from my few, few, the few that have, uh, uh, my daughter, we had to share a bed with my daughter a while because I was on vacation. And, you know, if you sleep with a bed hog, which children tend to be, you see, Jesus, you're so small. One, I guess they've complained about this, but how does their body generate so much friggin' heat and they're always cold? Ian, it's like, do you have to, is that supposed to be part of your growing process? You're splaying out all your limbs, you know. And also, like, well, I have a conscience and it feels like their limbs are in rigor mortis. And then I say, well, I can't push too hard because I don't want to injure, you know, it's a child. I mean, she's not an infant, she's nine or, yeah, so... But, uh, you know, if you guys sleep with, with any of those, uh, if you're traveling, you know, outside noise, whatever is keeping up, and it could be anything. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, subtle, subtle and unexpected pauses. Uh, it works, but I guess if you listen often, you say, well, I expect a pause. I say, well, yeah, uh, come for the pauses. The dead air is free. She said, I wish I, was, I, wish I had a funnier jokes. Uh, yeah, I guess that fits, though. The dead air is free. Great. Not even a cricket sound effect because this is a sleep podcast, but I can hear them. But anyway, if you're new here, this podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up at night with the idea that you can't think about two things at once and your mind is trying to grab your attention and hook you. Or a lot of times, this might be just relatable and it might not be a fact for you, but with some sort of narrative that might have to do with the future or the past or your self-worth or your job or your relationships or, or any of that stuff. And you see, geez, I just want to go to sleep. Why got to be to why got to pester? And I said, well, that's the best time to pester you. I have your undivided attention. And you say, geez, I don't know what part of my subconscious does that evil thing with their fingers, you know, that the evil villains do. But I can sense you doing that because you just, I just got to go to bed. I got a meeting tomorrow. Uh, and it becomes really hard. So I'm going to come in. I'm, I'm going to do this podcast. Is it, is it going to be, uh, I mean, today's episode will be a little bit different because it's a couple on location things. But this, 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 uh, this intro will still take a while. So don't worry. It'll be like, you can listen to me. But even these two island location things, you'll say, well, geez, he's there. He's he's in a place and he's commenting on it. And it's kind of interesting to say, geez, tonight we're going to talk about the Tilden steam trains, like the many, many trains you take kids to. Or, you know, crafty people say, well, or, or, people that don't have sex take first dates, uh, that don't get second dates. Or, you know, that I do. Or the uh, carousel. That's where you take it where he's like, oh, okay, that, we're already friends. We might as well go drive, keep driving to the carousel now. A good thing we came in separate, separate cars so we won't have that awkwardness. But he didn't say, well, is he, is he talking? And ideally, 
you know, you'll start to listen to me. You'll be, you say, hey, it's pleasant enough. Or not, I always shoot for not bad. Now, some people, I'm straight up bad, but they guarantee you, hopefully they stopped the podcast or are already emailing me or writing a review. Uh, but, for, for, but for the rest of you, sometimes it takes a few times. If you're skeptical, it totally makes sense. I mean, who, who am I? I'm not a sleep expert. I barely can speak coherently, and only part of that's intentional. Uh, most of it's just, uh, you see, uh, how do you get this? How do you do that sleep podcast, Scoots? I just try to be, I try to be myself, but, but the, the distilled essence of myself, uh, they say, oh boy, no, no wonder those jokes you were making, those weren't jokes earlier, two seconds, nope, those weren't jokes, I just gotta be my best, believe it or not, that's all I gotta do to put people to sleep, but bring, bring, my, bring my A game, uh, but this, and, and what, and, and, and I'm joking, but I'm serious, what could be a higher calling, uh, and, and, and now I'm getting emotional. What, what could give me a more honor uh, than to take your mind off stuff, get, escort you across the threshold? Because I send my voice across the deep, dark night here because I've been there. I know how much it sucks. And I know uh, for me, when I started, you know, thinking and all that stuff, it's just, it's just hard. And I also know the night's full of mystery. I just say, geez, let's, let's switch it up here. Uh, you know, uh, so if you're new here, and this is another thing, I'm going to go on another tangent, and then we'll go into the housekeeping and stuff. But I had this dream, and I wanted to rec- make sure I got it on record here because uh, I didn't write it down. And it's also a confluence situation because they had talked about Mike Birbiglia a couple weeks ago, and then he said something nice to me about the podcast a couple, like a couple this past week. Uh, uh, but before he had said something nice, you won't believe this, uh, but... Uh, I think I'd been thinking about his movie. I actually have been reading a lot of articles about interviews with him in the movie because I find him uh, very inspiring. And no, I did not have a dream about Mike Birbiglia. Uh, but I think I had, so I had that in my mind. You know, I'm always worrying about something. This is a kind of a subtle dream, but it, it's, it's just, so this would be the conversation at breakfast. Tomorrow. So was Scooter sharing his dreams last night? Yeah, I guess so. It was, it was a dull, dullish, very, you know, scooterific dream. So I had this dream that I was living in Los Angeles. I live in the Bay Area. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm like, uh, like I'd gotten a job. I'd gotten a job writing on like a TV show or something. I'd just gotten a job. And I'd gotten the job in the dream through some friends. Like, I think it was like basic. It wasn't a hundred percent on my skills. It was like, Oh, I'll get you. I can get you this job writing on this TV show. And then at the same time, this woman got, got this young woman got a job writing on the TV show. And we, it was, it, this was the, this is where I felt like I was watching a Mike Birbiglia movie. Uh, but I didn't realize at the time I thought it was a dream cause I was in it. And, uh, I thought it was real, this part. So maybe I just ruined it. And I didn't, I, you know, I don't do well with human beings. So I was already like in an antagonistic viewpoint with this woman because they said, well, she's going to make me look bad, you know. And she's new, I'm new. Like, so she's going to have my, she, she might be better writer than me, better person, more, you know, better at interacting. And uh, so I was very stressed. And then just like in, you know, she was like very uh, persistent about us being friends and she was calling me 
And she'd say, and then I would tell her stuff, you know, out of uncomfortableness. And then she would call the people, the showrunners on the show. And of course, it was like always stuff like, oh, you know, Scooter says the air conditioning's, you know, Drew in the dream was Drew. That's me. But, and it would make me look bad. And then my friend would just call him, what the heck are you doing telling them, you know, you're making me look bad. I got you this job and now you're complaining about the air conditioning. Uh, but she was very persistent about us being friends. But then anything I did, you know, it was just one of those situations where it made, I was making everything worse. And I remember I was driving around these tree-lined streets. And then I guess in the dream, I, I was also friends with Zach Galifianakis. And this is the one nugget of truth in the dream where, where you say, oh, boy, this was good. Like, so he said, come over to my office. You know, he's, he's, he knew I was agitated. And he had just been, this was his old office. He was clearing it out. Uh, and, and I don't know Zach, Zach Galifianakis, but in the dream, this was his office before he was famous. And I think this was the influence of the, of Mike Birbigley's new movie, which I hope you've all seen. Uh, don't think twice. Uh, uh, but so uh, he had be, he, he was like, oh, you come over to my office. I'm clearing it out, my old office. Because he had been on like away for a year and he hadn't even been in the office for a year. And so it's sitting on this like grubby carpeted floor and he was kind of sitting there and I was complaining to Zach and uh, he was listening and he was just kind of being a, like a good listener friend. And then he said, can you, can you, he goes, I want you to look over in that corner of my office. You know, I haven't been in this office in about a year and paying rent on it. And he goes, you know, you know, over there in that corner, can you go in that corner there and just dig around and tell me what you find? And so I dug around the corner. I found a half-eaten chocolate chip muffin. And I said, Zach, it's a half-eaten chocolate chip muffin. And he goes, you know, that muffin's been sitting there for a year. And I said, really? He goes, you, you know, you know who left that muffin there? He goes, you came in the office and you were eating and then you just threw it in that corner one year ago. And he, he said, think about that. And he said, do you want me to take this muffin? This is what I got. I said, do you want me to take the muffin? Should I throw it away? Should... And then he looked at me like, like a friend would in a dream. He said, don't you get the point here? And then I said, okay. Then I remember after I had all this anxiety, like I said, I'm the kind of guy who takes bites out of muffins and throws them around future stars' offices. And then I was driving around more, and then I realized that I, me and this woman, like, because then I had more of my friend was on the phone again saying, she said, I think you're going to lose your writing job on the show. And then the woman was calling me, and then I realized I was in love. You know, that was, then I said, oh, this is a movie, because then I was in love with her. I said, oh, this is a love story. Then I woke up. Now, what does that have to do with the podcast? Well, a couple of things. One, were you thinking about anything else during that? Uh, it barely, you know, it, 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 the dream does have some cohesion to it, and it's not a made-up dream. That was just something I dreamt. And not all dreams have cohesion or, or, or you know, somewhat cohesive. It's like a glob, you know, like a glob, a cohesive like a blob, you know. But sometimes you just, I try to do the podcast a little more maybe around that narratively. But compared to all the narrative going through your head, I, I said, geez, would, were you thinking about any other stuff during that dream? Well, the podcast will be hopefully a little bit, barely more engaging than that dream if you're new here. But here's the other thing. I'll be here the whole time. I'm going to be here till the end of the episode. So all the way through an hour. Uh, so if you can fall asleep, I'll be here trying to be a little bit funny and a little bit entertaining. 
But you also, you could fall asleep whenever you want. You're under no pressure to fall asleep right now because this isn't like a should. Like, oh, you should have been asleep already. Or, oh, this is a sleep solution for you. No, this is just sleep. So you say, hey, try it out. Listen. See see what happens. I'm not that engaging. What can I say? I happen to be good at uh, taking your mind off stuff. I guess, uh, I mean, and like I said, that's a pretty damn, it's a pretty, it's a pretty sweet gig. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to get it to, you know, make it a sustainable gig. But it, you know, she just gets, gets these great emails from people, and I get to be a goofball. And where else would I get to share a dream where there is? And I don't know if you could feel the emotional resonance there. But there was this truth in Zach Galifianakis' eyes when he said, like, like I said, geez, I am that kind of guy. And they said, is that what was happening in the first half of the dream? I was more worried about me getting a writing job. Uh, then my friend sticking his neck out for me. And then I was more worried about my uh, fears. Then, geez, me and this woman are, are going to be working together. We, we could be like uh, collaborators, partners in our newness at this at this uh, this writing staff. But no, I was fixated on my fears. And then she was trying to be friendly. And I couldn't even operate, so I was making things worse by just being myself, a nervous self, and then complicating things. And then it, who knows what, how the relationship would have turned out, because luckily I woke up. Uh, so that's it. If you're new here, uh, I guess usually there's a little bit different opening. I don't normally share my dreams, you know, because usually it's like Carol King and Carol Kane riding a pickle. And I said, well, that's too, you know, that's just too obvious to say, you know, that's not a dream I have. They swear. Uh, probably have dreamed. Well, anyway, and, and so if you're new here, this is a podcast. It's no no pressure. You don't got to remember anything. And you don't got to fall asleep, but you can. And if you can, I'll be here to take your mind off stuff. So I'm glad you're here. Appreciate your time. Thanks for stopping by. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music. Carl W. and Chris edit some of the shows. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jonathan Mann, who does our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. Uh, I want to thank, we have a Facebook group of listeners at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank uh, Jennifer B., Lida Lie, Laura Julie C, Summer and Sarah, who uh right over there. And that's it, let's get on with the show. Hey, you bone like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well welcome, this is Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm gonna do the rest. And it's, you know, every once in a while I drop my favorite uh, uh, faux Shakespearean character, Petruglio, who says, in what perchance may be the rest, uh, you know, he, don't th- he does use perchance. They think for, for Petruglio, he, oh no, that's one I do, that's Mike, he, I don't know, that's, was that, who says that in the movie? Anyway, I'm lost, um... And what perchance is the rest if Petruglio was in, if we weren't wasting time here? Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across a deep, dark night. If you're new here, welcome. I hope you get that sense. Everyone's welcome here. Everybody. Uh, but if you're new here, 
welcome. I'm going to send my voice across the deep end. Try to take your mind off. Uh, you think I just stopped? Sometimes that happens. That's why I'm good at this podcast. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark. That's what I said. And you know, I do that in my regular life so people get mixed up. Uh, but here it's an asset. <laughs> you see, maybe there's one, one, you know, for every, am I a square peg or a round peg? We'll get to that because that's probably a question that comes up for some people at bedtime. So we'll address that in just a minute here. Uh, but what I'm going to do, what is the rest? I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, wings of pointlessness, you know, po- po- you know, pointless pondering, too. I guess I need another word, you know, limited vocabulary. I'm going to stretch my limited vocabulary, you know, beyond the point where I start making, you know, words become limit- limited, becomes limited. It'd be, un- you know... Whatever, like that ad, unlimited, um, unlimited. You know, but I'm going to stretch my vocab beyond the breaking point. I think that's what I do. The words, they start to, I think, are words rubbery? I think words are rubbery. You just see, get Helen Zaltman on that. Say, Helen, you think, are words pliable? What's the pliability of a word? It's a nice, whoever decided to have the pliable for pliable is a genius, because that's a nice, doesn't that feel pliable? Say that. Pliable. I can get back to this intro. So I'm going to take your mind off whatever's coming up. It could be physical, could be mental, it could be emotional. Uh, it could be something going on in the background. You could be noise. It could be travel, breaking the routine, especially this summertime. Some, some summertime. It tends to, you know, you got travel, you got people coming, you got the sun. Some of you are in the midst of winter. You know, people, mow, you got fools mowing their lawn. You know, you say, geez, don't you, you know, I got a job. Yeah. Uh, and they say, yeah, my job is mowing my lawn after dark when it's cool out. And they say, well, that's, um, that's uh, well, they want to say it's foolish, but I got to say, and you see, it's the most relate. You got to try to say, this is where Scoots, this is where, when did Scoots podcast implode? When he started the night mowing movement. Oh, he was the one that started that night mowing movement. Yeah, he said, he, remember, he, he was trying to make money. And he was, so he started that program where he's teaching people the meditative benefits of mowing the lawn at night, along with the, you know, for for the people plagued by heat and humidity, the coolness of it, the independence, the rebellion, you know, the fact you could howl at the moon the whole time. No one will know because you're mowing the lawn. And, you know, there was a great backlash from that, you know, the, the calling of the, the night mowers. They, that was, and that was a book Scooter actually had written. Uh, it was never published uh, because no one could decipher anything other than the title, call, The Calling of the Night Mowers. I like that. So, so, but who, who would come up with any of this nonsense? Who, who tries to make podcasts to distract people? Round peg in a square hole or a square peg in a round hole. I'll tell you what, neither or neither. I'm an oval, you know, I don't know if I'm an oval peg. I'm a, you know, who knows? I'm not a peg. Let's just get that. Let's just put that out there. I won't be limited to being a peg. 
Uh, though my brother's wife's mother, I don't know if she's my, my that's my brother's mother-in-law. What is that? Her name's Peg. And that's a nice name. But I was going to say, you know, uh, I don't happen to totally understand why this podcast works, even though I make it. I know a lot of listeners don't know, you know, they say, well, it, 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 for some people it just works. Uh, for other people, it kind of works. For some people, you know, ideally they stop listening, but they, you know, makes their teeth grind. And those, a lot of those are people that have firsthand experience with me. Luckily, you're here. I'm just in your ears. I can use the lulling, soothing tones, the creaky dulcets, as we call them. You say, yeah, his dulcets are a little bit creaky. Do you, have you tried gargling, Scoots? I say, yeah, gargle, you know, like gargling nonsense. Uh, that's my, that's my badass voice there. I gargle in nonsense because I'm a night mower. My stomach just made a noise. I don't know if that'll make the edit, but, uh, I gargle at night. No, no, what did I say? Gargle. I gargle with your nonsense as a night mower. That's, that'll be the pray, pre, pre, what do they call that at the beginning of a book? The apple, that's not the epilogue. That'll be the first chat. Maybe that could be a flashback before the calling of the night mower. Maybe I could just be the night, I've always wanted to be like a, a hero, you know, heroic character, you know, but, but in that, that genre, instead of the, you know, I'm more like, like the, uh, they say, yeah, what, who was, what, what is that? He reminds, I don't know who Harpo Marx is, but I'd say Scoots, if he was a Marx, he'd be Harpo. And I would say, I think, I, I, I'm not sure either, but I'm pretty sure whoever I'm picturing, I don't want to be that person, but you're right at the same time. But I would prefer to be the night mower who started the night mower. I guess it wouldn't be that cool, though. I'd have to rewrite it, uh, starting with a broken premise. And that's another way this podcast works. Now, tonight we won't be talking about night mowing or the culling of the night mowers. That's one thing I was good at. I talked about this on another podcast. I can come up with titles for anything. I guess you say, geez, what are your skill sets, Scoots? Being distracted, uh, creaky dulcets, ability to pause uh, when needed. I'm, I'm a good pause judger. I, when I edit the podcast, I say, hmm, I, I'm not joke. This is not a joke either. I say, well, eesh, I don't know. I got to add a little. That's not, that's too short. That's too long. And it's the number one way I judge someone can edit this show. I check their pauses. I think that would be a good check your pauses. Check your pauses at the door at the first meeting of the night mowers. Um, but so yeah, yeah, come up, I can come up with titles for stuff like the calling of the night mowers. You can't deny that fact. That's a damn good title, the calling of the night mowers. I can see it on a book list now. Too bad now with the odds of it being becoming a book. I say the, there's about 90, the chances of becoming a piece of, something written on a crumbled piece of paper in my handwriting, in my pocket, that's 100%. That getting, becoming, a, it, probably it probably isn't a good, but we're not going to be calling any night mowers tonight, so don't worry if you're a night mower. Well, actually, you should worry. Honestly, if you're not a fictional character, please don't mow the lawn any any time after like six p.m. And then think about maybe there's people in your neighborhood that work a second or third shift, you know. So just don't maybe just don't mow your lawn. 
Because it's maybe, I don't know. I guess I'm not a lawn expert. Uh, but you, so I'm going to try to take it. So, so I'm a peg. I'm not a peg. We determined that. But, uh, I guess if I was, if we were metaphorically talking pegs, this is a hole I, I fit into, uh, to put you to sleep. Now, I can't put everybody to sleep. And as I like to say, this podcast isn't a sleep solution. It's not a sleep cure. It's a uh, sleep offering. What I do is I'll talk here. Tonight we're going to talk about Metastas News and Breaking Bad. Uh, Metastas News is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So first we'll have, uh, we'll finish up this intro. Then we'll have a segment where I, I watched the, I watched the Colombian version of Breaking Bad twice. Once with no subtitles in Spanish. And then with the subtitles in Spanish, so I can write down Spanish words I think I'd like to learn. And then I look those words up if I can read my handwriting. So I'm able to probably translate about 40% of the words I write down. And I make a little story out of it. It's not meant to make fun of Spanish language. Uh, my pronunciation is mostly because of... Uh, it, well, I can't blame it. I take it. I'm terrible pronunciating. I've, I do have dyslexia and obviously some other brain, you know, clearly I'm not running on a full, you know, geez, I can't even determine if I'm square peg or round peg. I think an oblong, no doubt about it. Actually, no doubt about it. I'm an oblong peg. Uh, at least we solved that. You see, okay, well, now I know if there's a, you know, if there's a peg party. I'll be there. You see, who's the oblong peg? I said, well, thanks for asking. By the way, I, did you, would you like to purchase a novel? It's called The Culling of the Night Mowers. Uh, but so, uh, anyway, this podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff. So I'll do that segment. Then I'll talk about Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then I'll talk about the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad because it's almost a shot-for-shot remake. Though as we get into these latter seasons, we see some digressions, but they're not major changes. And it's also really a chance to revisit a masterpiece uh, of television. So it's totally like rich for me going on tangents, all those things. So I'll be here for about 45, 50, 60 minutes uh, to keep you coming if you can't fall asleep. But if you can, you just drift off any time if you want. I mean... If I haven't proven that you don't need to listen to me, I'm not, I haven't been doing my job. You know, I've been working hard here. You know, clearly this is to take some effort to, to disprove, disprove my, you see, you can trust me, but you don't need to listen to me. That's usually, I guess that's the odd part of our compact here. You can trust me. I'm going to do my best to put you to sleep, but you don't need to listen to me or take me seriously. And I think a key part of it is you're under no obligation to fall asleep. Just fall asleep whenever you, you, you can. Drift off. Ideally, you'll be able to smile on your face or like a bit of a flummox, you know. You say, well, see, sometimes he flummoxes me, you know, with his oblong pegs. And I say, my dear, it is my pleasure to do so. Fine. You know, that would be when the oblong pegs you say, well, it's oblong peg. Anyway, I better stop myself. And if you're new here and you have a degree of skepticism about this podcast, join the club. I'd say 2% of listeners uh, didn't have skepticism when they got here. And that's my brother, Ted, my cousins that listen and, 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 uh, you know, and they just had straight, you know, doubts. They say, okay, well, I got to listen anyway because I'm related. 
But anyway, I'm glad you're here. And honestly, it couldn't give me any greater pleasure to try to take your mind off stuff because I've been there in the deep, dark night. So I know how it feels. So thank you for your time. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music. I want to thank Carl W., who edited this episode. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies, who you can commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. And let's see what else. So we have a Facebook group, com slash nods. That's where listeners gather in community to talk about sleep stuff, show cat pictures, and say, what did he, was he a scooter talking about? Uh, did scooter talk about kissing a pig last night or was that a dream? You know, if you have those kind of conundrums, that's where you go. com slash nods. Want to thank our moderators, uh, Summer and Sarah. Julie C., Jennifer B., Lida Lion, Laura. And that's it. Let's get out the show. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I would do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's thinking, feeling, like fe- emotional feelings, physical sensations, changes in your schedule, noise, whatever, whatever it is. It could be a, a litany, any litanies. I think I've said that before, but, you know, I, tra- I, I, I don't succeed at this, but ideally this podcast would be a litany-free zone. Or I guess they'd say, well, Scoots is good as, like, yeah, there's a lot of book titles I could come up with with Litany. Probably done this, but Litany of Madness. And you say, well, which book was that, Scoot? Well, that's my collection of autobiographies. The 50 autobiographies I've written, I've brought them into a collection. It's called The Litany of Madness, the autobiographies of uh, uh, Scooter and Drew Ackerman. He said, well, I just might purchase that. And he said, well, one day, ideally, it'll be Gingerbread Press, uh, 2052, A Litany of Madness, the autobiography. She said, I'm pretty good at advertising fictional autobiographies. Actually, I guess they're not fictional if they haven't been. The, The idea of them actually occurring, what is it? That's not fiction. I guess it's an internal fiction. Which is kind of like, you see, what's your, what, what, what kind of internal compass you got there, Scoots? Fictional one. I run, I run my life by a, a, a fictional system of, a fictional belief system. I think it's a pre-fictional, actually, because it's, a, you know, based on something I one day will one, one day have. And so if you're new here, sorry about this. I get it. Sometimes I get terribly, uh, tan, you know, go, I go all tangent, a litany of tangents. That's, 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 how do you describe your podcast? A litany of tangents without the the harshness of the litany. You say, is it a collection of tangents? I say, no, that doesn't do it justice. Come on. You know how much work I put in this podcast? It's not just a collection. Of, it's sma- no, not a smattering of tangents. A bit more than a smattering. I'd say a litany of tangents. Uh, if my vocabulary was expanded, I would probably say something else, but it's not a smattering. 
for sure. Uh, occasionally there will be a bitter pattering of tangents if I could figure out a way to do that. Uh, but what I'm going to do, if you're new here, welcome. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones. You know, a litany of a smatter, a litany of bad, a bad, a litany bad. This is when my mind outraces my mouth. I was going to try to fit batter and litany together because I think that would go like with a smatter. A smattering, litmus batter of tangents. Uh, the sc- cooking with scoots. <laughs> it, but, I mean, is, that's not really a joke because that's what this podcast is. I'm ba- I'm, and you say, well, it's half-baked. I'd say it's my natural state is uh, three-quarter baked. Uh, for, you know, just by, just by being myself, I don't need any uh, outside influences. I get my, my chemical system, my chemicals, my natural chemical makeup is so off. It's, it's a three quarter baked, but that's what I'm going to do. In some sense, I kind of construct tonight. It'll be just a bedtime story trending Twitter Tuesday or something. Uh, put together to take your mind off whatever's giving you up. I send my voice across the deep dark night in order to try to escort you or distract you. As you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. Now, if you can't cross over that threshold, if it's elusive, or if you say, well, I I prefer litany and pressure-free zone, well, you got it because there's no, I'll be here uh, for an hour and I'll be doing my best, uh, which, you know, just comparatively, I mean, I don't want to brag. I'm pretty, pretty good at this, uh, maybe probably because I'm the only one doing it, but, uh, you know, I have gotten this down to distract, and, and I, well, let's just say this: I'm going to do my best to take your mind off of stuff, uh, to distract you, and so that you can fall asleep instead of listening to the narrative or the running story, or you know, just thinking about or focusing on whatever it is that's keeping you awake. You can listen to me, and I'll try to use this nice, uh, you know, moderate pace. And I'll be here for you to take your mind off stuff. That's the main thing is uh, this podcast is is here because, it, you know, I, I really can relate directly uh, to the deep, dark night, uh, to, to the tossing and the turning, to the angst uh, that that can bring and all, all the other stuff uh, as you lie there. And, uh, you know, I, I, if I, if I can have the honor of taking your mind off of that, and it doesn't work for everybody, uh, but if I can do that, you know, by all means, I'm going to give it my best, you know, what, what, what more could I give? Uh, I mean, I guess it could give, uh, I say, well, if this is your best, yeah, I guess you don't really need to worry about giving your worst or your, you know, and I say, that's right. If, it was, if I wasn't giving my best, I, would be, I wouldn't be here. I'd be on the couch. Because they think it's like 3.30 on a Saturday right now. So that's what I'm here for. I'm dedicated to this uh, podcast. And I guess it's like seven minutes into the intro. But I, like uh, for people that, have been, that are new here or have been listening to for a long time, this I'll try to package this real quick. But I am dedicated to this show. Uh, you know, when I'm recording this, I just got back a week ago from having two weeks away from my day job. In meeting with seeing family and doing a little family reunion stuff, and because I, I work a full time job, and then I work the podcast, which is also a full time job, 
I guess when I was preparing for vacation from my day job, I was like, oh, I'll still work on the podcast full time because that'd only be 40 or 50 hours, which would be easy. Uh, if I'm not at my day job, you know, they say, well, that'd be like, I'll be vacationing like I'm at my day job and then still working on the podcast. Uh, but then as I got on vacation, I realized, you know, geez, one, it was in Florida and it's so hot there and humid and then the air conditioning. So I just decided, well, well, I guess I'll like, I still had to work about 20 or 30 hours a week just to release repeats and stuff. Uh, but I didn't record any full episodes for two weeks, which is the longest in, in the three years I've been making this show, or almost three years, that I've gone without making an entire podcast episode. And like I said, I were, still worked on the show. It wasn't like I took the two weeks off, but I didn't record in, uh, you know, it wasn't at my day job. So, so I had some time, I had a little distance between me and the show. And when I got back, I realized, uh, that I love making this show. Uh, it, you know, when you're, it was like, not like I missed it. I did miss making the show, but just having some space between me and the podcast. And it didn't rest me because it was not a restful vacation. It was like a, a family vacation, but it just being away from the show for a little while. I mean, it's really tough doing it with a day job and the podcast. So let me like, that's not sustainable, but you know, we'll figure all that out. But I realized how much I love making the show, how much I love making it three times a week with the different style episodes we do. And I heard from some some very special people that are going through tough times in the deep dark night. And I think because I was away from the stress of my day job and the podcast, like that had an extra impact on me. And I realized how special this thing is we have together with you as the listener and me as the person that has the honor of producing the podcast and serving the audience. Uh, and that, that, that by, the way I can serve you is by telling silly stories, which is kind of my childhood dream. And so, uh, you know, if anybody that's been here a while, you know, is, is still trying to figure out financially how to keep making this podcast, but I don't really care uh, anymore. I mean, I do, I need to care, but, uh, yeah, but, you know, I'll figure in part, a lot of it's just my overthinking about everything and over worrying and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, being away from the show for two weeks and my, my job for two weeks, it did bring me a lot of clarity around what a truly unbelievable opportunity making this podcast is. And and all these intangible levels of getting to make make up stories and getting to put people to sleep that are out there in in their own deep dark nights. Just I don't know. So oh boy, I guess if you're new here, this isn't usually. But uh, I don't know. I'm dedicated to this podcast, I guess, and dedicated to its release schedule and finding a way to make it work. Uh, because I want to be here for you, like I said, uh, to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, so that's it. I'm glad you're here. And uh, if your first few times here and you're skeptical, yeah, it takes it can take a while to uh, uh, get used to the show. It doesn't work for everybody, as I said, but I hope it works for you. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, housekeeping around the web www.sleepingpodcast.com I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast uh, who edited this episode does the theme music
I want to thank Jonathan Mann from JonathanMann.net who does the lullabies. You can commission a song from him over there. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. Uh, I want to thank, we have a Facebook group of listeners. That's the sleepingpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. Uh, in the arteries over there, Lida, Laura, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Summer and Sarah. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. I hate you, but like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, but welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it at the bed, bedtime story. I almost said daytime story for some reason, but we do it at the bedtime story. Uh, which is interesting because they didn't know what the uh, intro would be about, but I guess it would be about daytime stories. But uh, we do it at the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is send my voice. Oh, no, first I'm going to create a safe place. And you might be able to hear me motioning silently. <laughs> I don't think you can do that, but you may, maybe you can imagine it. As I wave my hands. Uh, and I say, you know, it's more of a simple, you know, if I was a wizard, I'd be creating, you know, I'd be casting safe place. You know, if I was, or I could be, I guess it depends on your wizard lore, your magic lore. You know, if I was, uh, you know, what are the warlock? Uh, I don't know. I guess I, I would prefer not to have to do, I guess I couldn't be a wizard or, or a magic user. Because uh, it seems like, from what I've read, uh, uh, my favorite, but Raceland, my favorite magic user, by the way, Dragonlance. Shout out to the Dragonlance peeps out there. Oh, no, anyone? Okay, anyway, but uh, I know there's one or two. But I say, geez, it's too too much too much detail. But so I, but I just do it here. That's why this podcast works. I'm not a magic. There's no magic. Uh, but but uh, so I guess I just went on a pointless tangent. There's your magic of the podcast. I'm creating a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night. Uh, whether it's thinking, feeling, you know, physical sensations, outside noises, snoring partner, you know, something going on that went on today, something that went on yesterday, or something you're thinking about for tomorrow, or something you're going through. Or part of your work, or you just, or if you're just like me, as I've said recently, it's like I don't get. I can't, sometimes I just can't sleep. Uh, whatever it is, I'm gonna be here to to distract you. That's what this podcast does. If you've never been here before, welcome. Uh, what I'm gonna do? How I'm gonna do it? How I create a safe place? Send my voice across the deep dark night. Uh, the real deep dark night is the metaphorical deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones if I can, pointless meanders. I have an entire toolkit. You know, you say, geez, you know how they, I think I've used this before. Sometimes I, so my toolkit, it's a limited toolkit. You know, it's not an unlimited toolkit. Did I say that? But it is, it's got a lot of tools. It's got somebody say, you know, there's all these different, like in Syracuse, New York, and I think the Inuit people uh, that aren't in Syracuse, they're, they're, they're far, much farther north. We have more than one word for snow. Like in Syracuse, they wouldn't say, they'd say snow flurries, sleet, uh, 
or, you know, I guess I can't, my, I'm not a weatherman, so I don't know all the terms and I don't live there anymore. But here I'll have, you say, you, you, pauses, no, 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 no. Well, I don't have developed a, a vocabulary for my pauses. You know, I could use adjectives and adverbs once I figure out which, I think it's adverb that ends in L-Y. Painfully slow pauses. No, I'm off off the rails here. What I'm going to do is use whatever I have at my at my fingertips, in my voice, in my mind, to take your mind off stuff, put you to sleep. A little bit like a bedtime story. Just imagine, uh, if you will, that's that's a little bit of a one of my heroes there. Imagine if you will a podcast. Uh, that that comes at twilight. That's meant to zone you out. Uh, like, 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 uh, imagine I'm just sit, sitting there at the foot of your bed. A friendly friend. Boundaries are established. And I'm gonna do some talking. I'm gonna do some, you know, do do some goofing around. Uh, try to make you like not quite a guffaw, but you know something. Listen, listen, That's a, that's ideal. I mean, that's what I'm going for. Uh, some people, they just go straight out. You know, their mouths are already open. There's drool coming out. That's fine. There's no judgment zone here. You know, BYOD, bring your own drool. They drool your own drool. A drool can rule. That's a good, that's a bad casty word, drool. You feel that? Go ahead and say it with me. Drool. And that's one that, like, your mouth does what it's, it's drool. I'm drooling. Yes, I'm drooling right now. Droning and drooling. When Scooter is Scooter's boring schooling. Uh, somebody get a uh, Weiss and Hickman on the horn. See if we could come up with a uh, Raceland. Because they think they just were supposed to do a trilogy about him. And I'm pretty sure only two books came out. Maybe a third one did. Raceland, The Sleepy Years. Anyway, that's the end of my Dragonlance material for tonight. But, uh. What I'm going to do is try to take your mind off stuff. I think I said that because I tell bedtime stories or tonight we'll uh, go through an intro. I'll drag, you know, drag this out. It's like where it still says distracting and boring, but I try to keep it for the majority of listeners, you know, not irritating. Those are the people that I irritate. You, you don't have to keep listening. I hope I can help you fall asleep too. Or maybe win you over. I'm not threatening. I'm, like if you're listening to any of this, you should see. Well, there's nothing threatening about this guy. Uh, so, what was I saying? Like, because there's daytime stories. I was going to try to wrap it back around to that misspeaking or Freudian slip, whatever it was. Uh, but for, sometimes for me, it's daytime stories. As soon as it's bedtime, my parts of my like emotional makeup or whatever. I guess maybe I need some night cream to wash away my emotional makeup, uh, but unfortunately, it's so deeply, you see, they, they don't make it. You know, this, I guess this podcast is the night cream for your emotional makeup. It doesn't really remove it. So I guess I say it's not a cold cream. It's more of a lukewarm cream. Uh, but when for me, my emotional makeup is as soon as my head hits the pillow, the daytime stories start about the day that just concluded the, to the tomorrow. And, and even, I mean, even so today, is, when I'm recording this, it's Sunday night. And I happen to have a brief opportunity to take a short nap today. 
And I don't know if it was after I fell asleep or after I woke up because I was in that nappy haze. But, uh, like, uh, this part of me was like, I don't even know. It grasped onto something from like eight years ago and went right after me with this story. Like, geez, what is wrong? What kind of person does that? What is, what is with you? You are. And I said, but those kind of daytime stories, like, why didn't you ever do this? Why can't you do that? Why didn't you handle it this way? Tomorrow, we're really going to tell Jenkins what we really think. Or if you only were the kind of person that could do that, you know, all our, I mean, for me, it's like, and again, I, I have one of my biggest things is like, uh, but I think this is a human frailty is like, I want, uh, I would like some certainty or whatever the other word is, uh, I grasp at that. So, so I said, well, Jesus, if I could just have that, if I could just have certainty, I'd be totally comfortable. Uh, the reality is probably if I had certainty, it'd be like, a, you know, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed ever again. I see. And then the, the part, the part of you that tells the dame said, really, are you sure? Well, that's probably because you're so weak, weak willed. And weak, you, because you're weak esteem, you know, let's read this. But why didn't you read that book we bought about the 10 ways to uh, repurpose your weak will? And say, I bought that? Oh, boy. It doesn't sound like me. Well, yeah, because you're, cause you're, that's your weak will talking. You don't even want to read it, huh? But, yeah, there can be these day- daytime stories that you tell yourself or whatever. I guess I mean, this is good because this will maybe put people to sleep here. If you're new here, what I'm going to do tonight, I'll, I'll lay it out for you. Like I said, I think I was laying it out and then I got distracted. I get distracted a lot. I go on tangents and I go with the flow. Uh, all of those things. But I still try to maintain a tiny bit of cohesiveness. Believe it or not, when I'm here, I'm present. Uh, uh, it's, I guess it's the one time in the day I'm present with my brain. And you can see why. You say, yeah, I could handle that for about two hours a day, too. But so, uh, what was my point? So I'll be here the whole time. I'll be here about an hour. Tonight we'll uh, finish up this intro. Then we'll have, uh, like, uh, this is based on Metastas News, the uh, Colombian remake of Breaking Bad and the American TV show Breaking Bad. So the first segment will be me, like, looking up words on the second time I watched Metastas News. I watch it with the Spanish subtitles on. I don't speak very much Spanish, but I've, you know, over, over watching 50, 40, 50 something episodes, I've learned, you know, 20, I think I should have learned Bayo by now, B-E-O, but, uh, V-E-O, but I don't think I can think of what it means now, but, uh, like I'll take the words, I look, I look, I write down Spanish words and I like translate them. It's going to be interesting because I tried a different way to translate them. It did not work uh, according to plan, but uh, it'll be fine. I can still do a segment. So I do a little story segment, kind of like a bedtime story, not really grounded in reality. Then I'll talk about the episode of Metastas News that I watched. And can I say, okay, what were, what were they talking about? Because I try to just figure it out and I observe and I fixate on details or stuff like that. And then what I'll do is I'll talk about the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Now, if you're concerned about any of this, believe me, it's a super, you know, super vanilla eyes because I know everybody's trying to sleep. So, and then I'll cap off the episode with some thank yous and some goodness. But that's it. I'll, I'll be here.
for an hour to take your mind off stuff. I'll tell you to see. He's kind of funny. Not totally, you know. And you see, well, he's, he's, so that's the podcast. Try to take your mind off stuff. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, it's, if you're new here, sometimes it could take a few episodes to get used to. If you're skeptical, you know, join the club. Everybody's skeptical. Who wouldn't be? He's a grown man purports to put tell bedtime stories to put people to sleep. Uh, but yeah, I'm serious about doing this. Is believe me, because I've been there. I, I, you know, I know what it's like to lie there and not be able to fall asleep. So if I can distract you, so that you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep, or you just feel like somebody's there. That's what the radio was there for—comedy radio when I was a kid. Uh, to just make me feel less alone in the deep, dark night. If I can do any of that for you, I'd love to. You know, it doesn't work for everybody, but it doesn't. there's no real wrong way to use this podcast. There's no have-tos. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepmoviepodcast.com. I want to thank uh, Carl W., who edited this episode, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who does our theme music, uh, Jonathan Mann from jonathanman.net, who does our lullabies. You can commission a lullaby or any song from him over there. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our, on, our, on our artwork. We have a listener group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators over there, Sarah Summer, Lida, Laura, Julie C., Jennifer B., and they say, let's get on with the show. Hey, all my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. You do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is uh, turn out the lights and press play. It isn't it? There's something missing in it. The podcast, which is, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Yeah, don't just get in bed and press play with the lights on. I, believe me, I, actually, it's uh, interesting. It changed my lightings. Uh, <laughs> my lightings. I changed some of the light, set up a bit of lighting in my apartment. Uh, and then, like, I changed the light bulb, actually. Well, I changed three light bulbs. Anyway, maybe I'll get back to that. So, sorry, sorry about that. It was just saying I could disrupt your routine. It's just like when the podcaster that's supposed to be routine messes up his routine of saying, get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, sensing, internal dialogue, external noise, first, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to use uh, loving, lulling, soothing tones. No, that still doesn't fit. I'm working on that. Uh, pointless meanders. Uh, pauses. Uh, uh, pregnant with point again re- reuse word pointlessness uh but the whole idea of the podcast is i'm going to take your mind off stuff but you don't you you can kind of listen to me I'll, I'll partially engage you 
and distract you so that you don't have to listen to the story going on in your own head or in your own voice or in your Nana's voice or in that voice of that part of you that you say, you really live inside me, in my mouth, really. Uh, Well, interesting. I didn't know there was a little boy that lived in my mouth. And then you have the the, uh, person that says, well, that's because you don't brush your teeth good enough. I say, I don't think that's that's different than this. This uh, I think this is on a metaphysical level, uh, Nana. No, it is not. It's due to your improper brushing technique. And you say, really? Are you sure? Are bacteria sentient? Do they, do they give you life advice? Because this boy that lives in my mouth, he gives me life advice. Well, he should tell you to brush your teeth. And I don't know the nonsense that that Internet is talking about, the uh, uh, flossing, but you need to floss, too. That's not true. I did not read anything, but uh, you need to floss. I neither do. Nan, I was, I was think I was trying to craft a metaphor, believe it or not, with a, like a vague pop culture reference. Oh, well, why don't you go brush your teeth and then you could do that? Uh, because... Uh, you're not going to be popping any culture or anything else with your, uh, you know, you know, it's your, your lifespan. This is a matter of, uh, you, you need to brush your teeth. Uh, believe it or not, Nana, I brush, are you one of those people that brushes your teeth at, at lunch at, at work, Nana? Uh, excuse me, I don't like your tone. What do you mean? You were taking a sarcastic tone and you were trying to be in the middle like you wanted. I could tell by your tone you didn't want to offend the people that brush the teeth at lunch, the reasonable people. And then you didn't want to offend the people that don't brush the teeth. That's not right. Okay, actually, believe it. Uh, sorry, Nana. I'm, uh, oh, you're going to try to use the podcast now to say, well, sorry, Nana. I'm in the middle of a podcast opening. I don't have time to take care of myself. With brushing of my teeth. And you know, you maybe you wouldn't have such problems meeting uh, people with you. T- okay, thanks, Nana. Anyway, so uh, where was I? So this is a podcast to take your mind. And just in case you have any of those uh, folks living in your, your mouth or your brain, uh, carryovers, protectors, you know, protectors. That's what Nana is. Oh, that's well, if, you, if I was, maybe you should take my advice then because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And, uh, Nana, could you go make sure, could you make sure my tooth, could you check my toothbrush for, yeah, just excuse me one second. Why don't you go to inspect my toothbrush? Well, I don't, no, no, just go, can you go make sure my, can you see if my toothpaste is ADA approved, uh, please? Cause I don't know. I've been, I've been wondering that so much. He said, well, you know, I, sometimes I wonder if the toothpaste I, I spring for 99 cents I, you know, Nan, I bought the close-up lately. I said, because they used to have an ad, you know, about get close-up. Okay, she's gone. When there, there's some parts of us that are uh, misguided protectors, and I think Nan is one of them. And this would be, this is more of a, this isn't true totally, but, but this is the, the short version is uh, sometimes they can, sometimes, I'm stressing, they can do more harm than good, even though they're trying to protect us. They're misguided. I mean, just an example, Manana is, I think, uh, some sort of, uh, 
You know, think I want to use the word vestigial here, but I know it's the wrong usage. But anyway, she's not here to shame me of uh, my father's mother in the Parkchester section of the Bronx. Uh, so he say, okay, not sure, but she probably should. Anyway, she's just doing her best to protect me and my teeth. Uh, just like all those other parts, you are doing their best to, uh, you know, try to try to help. But sometimes they say, well, geez, I don't know if getting me stirred up. Uh, oh, she's got the box of my toothpaste. Is it a, not ADA approved? Oh, thank goodness you're here, Nana. You don't think that's toothpaste? Where did I buy it? At the uh, 98 cent store. Uh, there's no such thing. Could you, could you double check? I think I have some sample, sample. Do they give toothpaste out at hotels or is that just tooth? Uh, okay, she's going again. Well, that's good. My toothpaste was not approved. Uh, it may, it may, it may be zinc oxide. I think it might be diaper cream, which would explain a lot. But anyway, you see, well, isn't that supposed to prevent colds? Uh, it's a two for one. So this podcast is to take your mind off all those voices. And believe me, I'm as misguided. I mean, I'm not pointing any fingers, uh, pointing an elbow, you know, because that way I don't get in trouble. But my podcast is to take your mind off stuff because, see, I don't live in your brain, <laughs> you know, luckily. Uh, and what I can do is, is you can listen to me and you say, okay, well, he's kind of a rambler. He's got those creaky dulcets. He... Uh, he seems like, uh, he, you know, he laughs at his, he, he doesn't laugh at his, whoa, is there, jo- is there jokes in that podcast? And he, sometimes he laughs for no reason. And I said, well, it's pretty good. Re- you know, sometimes there's good reason, but you're right. You're right. Uh, but here's what I propose with this show. I guess I got distracted. That's one of my specialties. Specialty of the house. Uh, distraction du jour. That's what I should have called the podcast. Distraction du jour. Sleep with me. Your distraction du jour. Uh, what about the the days that it doesn't come out, though? Okay, I don't understand what you mean, Nana. How'd you get in here? Uh, I, I got in here. Your, your distraction du jour. Does that mean, anyway, I got, Nana, I can't, I can't engage. Could you double-check... Uh, is there, I don't use conditioner, but I have it in my bathroom for some reason. You think because you're required to purchase it. Could you double check, is that AD, uh, HD, you know, cosmetic? Can you check that too for approval and ingredients? Please thank you, Nana. Uh, but so here's what I propose. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night here uh, to take your mind off stuff. Because I've been there, uh, sleepless, uh, lying there. Or, you know, just anticipating it. You know, this is one thing I take great pride in lately is is making, is if I can make you, like, at least not dread bedtime, maybe even look forward to it. Because I'm your boyfriend, your companion in the deep, dark night. It gives me great honor uh, to, to fill that role if I can for you. I can't do it for everybody. Like, much like Nana tends to set my hair on edge, I do that for people. So I understand, but but I, but I hope I can help you fall asleep. That's what I started this podcast for. That's what I've been doing it now for 400-plus uh, episodes. That's why I do it three times a week. Your distraction du jour-ish, you know, du jour dot dot dot, depending if du jour means of the day or of the 
specialty of the house, a distraction du jour. I totally forgot the other stuff I was distracted about at the beginning, but uh, that's okay, too. Like, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I appreciate you stopping by. If you're skeptical, totally understand it. Give the podcast a couple tries. Hopefully it helps you out. And that's it. I really hope uh, and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who does our theme music. I want to thank Carl W., who edited, edited, edited this episode. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, uh, who does our lullabies. He's at jonathanmann.net if you want to commission a song from him. Uh, we, I want to thank our moderators over at the listener Facebook group. They should feel great. Uh, holy mackerel, the amount of work they do. Uh, keeping this wonderful community going at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And they do it with grace and kindness and empathy and compassion and empathy. Empathy and empathy, which is a new advanced version of empathy. Uh, so I want to thank Julie C., uh, Jennifer B., Lidoli, Laura, Sarah, and Summer over there. And that's it. Let's get out to show.